them to your greatness. Reset them to our greatness. Reset to your greatness. Reset to our greatness. Reset to your greatness. Reset. Hey there, everyone. This is Stephanie Rule, your NHA podcast host. And I'd like to welcome you to our April 2021 episode. Our topic for this month is holding the three stands together with the self-reset. The three stands are the foundation of the Nurtured Heart approach. When we take a stand on something in life, it means we are standing up for something we believe in. As human beings, we believe in having relationships that are healthy, sustainable, and strong. So we have to take a stand, resolve to keep our most treasured relationships healthy and secure. And the Nurtured Heart Approach gives us three very simple yet powerful stands that we can take to do just that. Today, my guest and I will unpack the three stands of the Nurtured Heart Approach and how to hold them together to support our relationships in life. Just a few announcements before I introduce my guest. You can subscribe to our NHA podcast through iTunes or Blog Talk Radio so you can receive notifications about new episodes every month. You can find the Children's Success Foundation on social media by searching CSF is Greatness. You can explore our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com, for many great resources. And you can visit our Facebook page, The Nurtured Heart Approach, for informative discussions around the application of NHA in your life. Certified trainers of NHA are on this page and provide great feedback and insight as you begin your journey with The Nurtured Heart Approach. Lastly, if you have questions, comments, or any feedback regarding the podcast, you can email them to nhapodcast.csf at gmail.com. So without further ado, I am honored to introduce my guest here with me today to discuss holding the three stands together with the self-reset, David Levy. Dr. David Levy is a clinical psychologist who specializes in working with children and adolescents who have emotional and behavioral challenges. He received his PsyD in school clinical psychology from Pace University and has brought a range of clinical experience in inpatient, outpatient, and school settings. Working in private practice, he provides individual and group psychotherapy treatment, and he runs various parenting workshops on raising children who have anxiety, ADHD, and emotional difficulties. Dr. Levy is a Nurtured Heart Approach advanced trainer and he is on the board of directors of the Children's Success Foundation. He has given several NHA trainings to numerous parents, educators, and mental health professionals, helping them facilitate emotional and behavioral growth within children and their families. Welcome to the show, David. It's an honor to have you here with me today. It is awesome to be here, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to diving into the three stands with you and hearing more about how you weave the self-reset through the stands to help support them and to help you thrive in your nurtured heart practice. I am, I am pumped to get involved. You're really Yay. Out. I love it. I love it. So let's, um, let's see, let's begin. If you don't mind, David, let's begin by discussing the talking about sharing. I'm going to use the word sharing. If you can share the impact that nurtured heart has had on you as a father, as a husband, as a psychologist, how it's affected you, how it's transformed how you view your many roles in life. Just kind of share a little bit about your nurtured heart journey. Let's start with that. 
Sure. Uh, it's hard to share a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> quite, a, quite a journey. Um, I mean, it's so multidimensional, you know, the, you know, the growth that I personally have had um, from NHA. Um, and I feel like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's been a process of, of, that we can really, I could really see it on two different levels. You know, I've, be, I've been um, at two CTIs um, and, you know, one about three years ago and one very recently. I mean, I can almost kind of see my growth play out um, over the course of these two different experiences. And when I went to my first CTI, I was just so um, enamored with, with the Nurtured Heart approach. Um, it really gave me um, this beautiful model, this beautiful model to bring home, to bring um, to the wonderful people that I work with. Um, a model that I guess if we start off talking about it in a professional sense, um, I was really bringing more behaviorally based um, interventions um, to uh, the children and the families that I work with. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, NHA just really provided me um, with a model to give them where parents and their children can really kind of take a step back from perhaps all of the chaos that may be um, experienced at home or at school, um, but really um, tap in to uh, their own greatness and really make a primary focus out of treatment um, to really bring the greatness out of the children, helping the parents see their own greatness. Um, and it's really a model of, of growth. It's a model of personal growth. Um, and I have yet to see any psychological intervention to really um, have such an emphasis on on personal growth. Um, and, and it's 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 been so lovely um, and worthwhile for me to bring this to really all the people that I work with. Mm. Um, so that's on a professional sense. And then on a personal sense, you know, I have uh, now I have four wonderful children. Um, mm. And some of these uh, wonderful children have wonderful, intense qualities. Um, <laughs> and it, 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 it really, um, I can see the growth in my own children, you know, through really showing up authentically and letting them know their wonderful qualities. Um, you know, so much that I, I just remember uh, yesterday, you know, I was, I was noticing that my, my daughter, Rena, um, she, I didn't even have to say anything to her because, you know, I've been just doing this for a number of years, calling out for greatness in specific areas of, 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 of great quality she has. Mm -hmm. And then she herself, you know, was playing with, um, with her little brother, Gabriel. And sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, she can get a little bossy uh, mm -hmm. when she's playing, when she's playing with him. And she came over to me and she said, you know, Gabriel was doing a certain thing. He was, you know, he was um, right. He was coloring in the picture and it wasn't really the right way, but, and I was going to say something, but I told myself, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, and that's what happened. Right. And mm. you know, right in that moment, it was just such a beautiful moment where she's coming over to me and she is just really recognizing <laughs> what happened in the moment for her. 
And then I, and, and, and really instead of even like pointing out um, and, 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 and being specific about her greatness, instead of it coming out of my mouth, I kind of threw it on her. What does that show about, you know, the way that you are with your brother? What does that show about you, Rena? And then she said, well, it shows that I'm really kind and I'm caring to my brother, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it, was, it, was, it was just such a, it, it was just such a beautiful moment because to me, it, it kind of showed kind of a culmination of, of, of our work. You know, me and my wife both, I mean, she, she, she takes it in. She, she, even though she hasn't been to a CTI, she, my wife, uh, Rachel, is fully on board with this model um, and, 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 and this, this culture that we're creating in our house for ourselves, for our children. Um, and it's, it's, it's just been really beautiful. Mm, that's such a touching story. Um, I love looking at the, when, when people share stories like that, what pops into my mind is let's look at the not great. Let's look at the, what could have happened that did not happen. Um, and what does happen in so many families um, that are not practicing the nurtured heart approach. So for example, your daughter, Rena, in that moment, she could have dove right in to what her brother was doing wrong, how he was coloring out of the lines or too dark, too light, not the right color, uh, the wrong picture, all the different things that she could have said that he was doing wrong, which is a fairly normal thing for siblings to do, um, especially older sis sisters or older siblings to younger siblings, right? But in that moment, what's hap what I see happening um, from your description in your home, David, is that your children are beginning to shift how they look at each other and how they relate to one another. Instead of relating via the negativity, via what people are doing wrong, what each other is doing wrong, they're starting, they're beginning to relate to one another based on A, the ability to reset themselves, right? Rena reset herself in that moment. She stopped. Beautifully. Yes, she, yeah. she really did. She really, she, and she noticed that she was doing it. It was quite a sight to see. Yes, yes. So to be able to reset yourself, use that self-regulation, right? And to be able to notice that you did that and, and call yourself out for it, not in a prideful way, but in a genuine, authentic, I feel good about who I am in this moment kind of way. That's absolutely yeah and, and it's it's anything but pride but i mean it, it, it is it is just so real yeah. and 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 empowering you know mm -hmm. for you know for my children to recognize you know as we call it the truth of the moment it's nothing but truth mm -hmm. yes absolutely i love that i love that goodness i mean it's just the the gift that nurtured heart is um it never ceases to amaze me that it keeps unfolding. It's not just a one-time gift. Um, you know, it's, it's a gift and it's not just for one person. It's a gift for all in your home, in your, in your workplace, um, in your school, whatever it might, whatever it might be. Um, and it never stops giving. And it just, that is a, a great example of that. Um, Cause here you are pouring into your children and your wife, you guys are pouring into your children all this, all these NHA skills, you know, and how, and telling them how great they are, and pointing out all the things they're doing well, and sharing the qualities, the positive qualities that 
with them that they have. And that's a gift to them from you. But now they're starting to give that gift to themselves and to each other as well. And that's just, that's the beauty of Nurtured Heart. I love that. That's a great story. I'm glad you shared that. Absolutely. And, and yeah, and, and I love how you talk about it being the, it's just the gift that keeps in giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it, 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 it gives of itself even during the hard times. I mean, because it's not all roses and, 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 and oh, everyone's always recognizing their positive qualities. There are, so, there are fights and there are things sometimes, yeah. you know, and there are lines that are crossed mm-hmm. um, and that's par for the course and that's life, you know, mm-hmm. that's life. And, uh, but I, I watch my children, you know, and, and, and there are times that they get perhaps into a rut and they get into an argument. Um, but, you know, for me to be able to, to kind of take some of a mindfulness stance um, when they're in that rut. And just like in an unenergized way, of course I have to regulate myself, it goes without saying in order to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I can get to that level of uh, in, in, in an unenergized way to say reset or, 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 or kind of let them know that right now is that time to reset, even if it takes some time, right? I'm being in the truth of the moment of, of you know, I'm, stay, I'm trying to stay unenergized in that moment. And as soon as they dip out of it, so then I can, I can come right back in the game, right? I can, I can mindfully just be right with them, with my energy, yeah. even if I'm not even saying anything. You know, we, we stress so much about like the recognition techniques, um, you know, energizing specific qualities. And that, and that's all wonderful stuff that I do, and I think it's so important. But I, I think that the process of NHA is more about, um, if, it, I mean, if we get into the process of it, it it's about having that um, state of mind, you know, the parent to the teacher, to have that, and myself, to have that presence of mind um, and a presence with the child and that mindfulness attunement, really, of I can be unenergized and I don't have to check out or get dysregulated when, you know, when, when I'm having a hard time with my child, but then I can come and be present with them just with my energy and like show up with them with my energy when they're doing well. Um, and that really, that process really guides, right? Mm-hmm. How we energize in, in these specific ways and how we kind of stay, um, stay in that reset. It does. It, it absolutely does. And, you know, without even really talking about it, without, um, what am I trying to say here? Without actually saying the words, what you're talking about is how you reset through the three stands, right? And tie them all together to hold them together. So it's that, it is that self-reset because we have to reset ourselves um, in those moments of negativity so that we can be, I'm sorry, let me be more clear. In those moments where the world feels like it's falling apart in your home <laughs> with your yeah. children. We have to reset ourselves first, right? In that, in the face of negativity, whatever it might be, however it's showing up, whether it's with your children, yelling at you, yelling at each other, um, have a, a difficult moment with, with your spouse, um, whatever the, the, the negativity that's being presented to you is. The first step is, like you were saying, David, is that mindfulness of looking inward and breathing into your own ability to reset to the truth of the moment. 
My favorite. Okay. David, you were at the CTI, which by the way, for the listeners, we've mentioned the word that we've mentioned a CTI several times. I just want to clarify what that means. It's the certification training intensive, which is a week long training that you go to, to become a certified trainer in the nurtured heart approach. Um, Or if you, and to kind of take a deeper dive into nurtured heart and really start to understand it on deeper levels. So that's what the CTI is. Um, and David happened to be at the last CTI with me. I don't know if, if this moment stuck out to you or if you were even part of it on the chat board, um, but there was a moment where we were talking about um, mantras, reset mantras and uh, things that, so in other words, things that we say to ourselves to help us reset. And the one thing that what popped out at me that I cannot stop using this mantra I've ever since that CTI is, is this, what if all I have is this moment? What if that's it after this moment? It's every, I don't have anything else for me. I don't know if this hits other people this, that the same way, but for me, that was like, it grounded me to the truth of the moment. So when my kids are fighting or arguing or whatever it is that they're doing, I say that to myself, what if all I have is this moment? What if all I have is this moment? And that reminds me to reset myself and breathe into uh, my intention as a parent, which is to build my children's inner wealth so that they feel good about who they are on the inside because when we feel good about who we are on the inside, then that's what we put out into the world, right? So the self-reset yeah. in, in the face of negativity is one powerful tool. That, 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 that line, you know, you know, what if I only had this moment? It is, it is such a powerful line and it's, mm-hmm. that is the process. I mean, that is the process of the self-reset and it's hard. It is so hard yeah. to be able to tap into a moment when when you're also feeling angry, you're feeling nervous, or you're just feeling aggravated at something going on in, in, in the home, or or, or whatever. Um, and you know, this this past this recent CTI is when I really kind of developed this this epiphany, if you will, this this kind of further. You know, advanced idea of how I want to continue my NHA journey, both professionally um, and personally, is really working on to cultivating the inner NHA, mm-hmm. right? The inner NHA. I feel like the you know that that after that first CTI, it was really about really delivering the nurtured heart approach in as genuine and as impactful way as I can, kind of delivering all these three stands. Um, and trying to be the approach as much as I could be. But I realized that I'm not really being the approach as much as I can be until I really dial in all three stands together, right? With the starting point, you know, and that's why I love this title, the starting point of the self reset. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that is really the recipe um, for cultivating and inner NHA, right? It, 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 it's really about um, really practicing and, 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 and developing um, the capacity um, to 
to to look inwards, to 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 be present, just like that line says, to really be able to tune in to your own experience. It could be, you know, what are you feeling in your body right now? What's the what is the energy, you know, what 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 is the energy that's being experienced right now for me, right? in this moment and sometimes you got to take a deep breath and walk out of a room if things are really really challenging mm-hmm. but to, to be able to you, we got to start with that i mean we got to start with the self-reset um you know to be able to then really kind of transform that very energy because that's that's part of the process of the inner nha it's to be able to take notice of what am i feeling right now it's it's it could be it could be any kind of intense feeling and how can i how can i allow that feeling to like just propel myself to feel into the greatness that's just going to come at me right now right whether it's just patience or resilience um or whatever comes um how can i remain unenergetic how can i still set a limit that needs to be set Right, just be, because we still got to set limits. That's stand three. We're not losing that, right? But how can I? How can I set a limit in an unenergized way? That's perhaps, arguably, the most challenging part yeah. of the nurtured heart approach. To be able to set limits in an unenergized way, it sounds very nice. How in the <laughs> world does that happen? How does that happen? If not, if not for the self reset, if not for getting to a place personally, you know, to be able to feel the very feelings that I'm feeling right now um, and allowing them to be there, right? We're not trying to squash our feelings, but them uh, allowing that, you know, them, them to kind of like how he kind of uh, says to harvest, harvest into something else, to, to be able to, to, to transform them, to allow them um, for, to allow them to catapult you to be able to handle a challenging situation, right? In an unenergized way where you can set a limit, right? Yet show up in this flow for that next moment of greatness. Mm, that's so beautiful the way you said that. And it made me think about, I started sort of trailed off in my mind as you were talking, I was thinking about how, <clears throat> how truthful it is that that self-reset helps us to find that greatness in every moment. Um, And not just with our kids and when things are going are a little tricky at home with the kids, but, you know, in, in big, bigger life moments as well. Um, You know, when, when I, you know, I'll just be real. The loss of my father was the hardest thing I've ever experienced in life so far. And I could not have got through that experience in those incredibly intense waves of emotion that that came my way, um, well, and still do, uh, without this this self reset that you're t- you're speaking to, without the ability to breathe in that energy, because for me and and David, you too, this is what you're what you've been explaining. The the self reset looks like breathing in the energy. It looks like not fighting the energy, not trying to push away the emotion, right? I mean, that's a go-to, that's a default of most human beings, right? We want to say, uh-uh, that's too big. That's too hard. I can't, I can't, I can't. But 
what we're suggesting with this self-care, self-reset is to say instead, okay, I see that this intense emotion is here. I am going to breathe it into my heart and I'm going to trust my heart to handle this intense emotion. And I'm going to, I'm, as Howard Glasser says, I'm going to cultivate it. I'm going to harvest it. I'm going to use the good that I, that is in that emotion because there is good in every um, energy and emotion that comes our way in our entire lifetime that we can cultivate and we can use to pull out of us our own qualities of greatness that can get us through any of those intense moments, even the big ones. I, I, well, I, I'm, I am so happy that you shared that, Miss Stephanie. You know, you, you, how, how, how you shared how, how, the, how something, you know, something that seems as simple as the self-reset is so, so deep um, and so valuable, how that has helped you you know, through the loss of your father, I, 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 I so appreciate you sharing that. Um, and it, it, you know, it also shows that it really is for the big stuff. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And how can I, how, you know, how can I get through this, 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 this tremendous loss or, 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 or this tremendous trauma, um, you know, that I yes. may have experienced, um, you know, how does NHA, how does focusing on the positive help with that, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, which is, you know, which is a misnomer, you know, there are a lot of misnomers out there in the world, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and people will, you know, often think of NHA through a certain lens, people that are not, you know, as familiar with it, and that, that's why I'm loving this opportunity right now, you know, in this moment, Stephanie, with you, mm-hmm. to really zoom in, right, zoom in on you know this um, essential elements of NHA, you know to be able to um, to work through really hard um, phases in life, mm-hmm. you know through being able to use um, the self reset in, in 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 any which way that you do. I mean, it, and and it, and it it looks you know we say the 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 phrase self reset as if it's a recipe or that it looks the same you know from person to person and it doesn't right. no. <laughs> it will look it will look completely you know different from person to person from situation to situation yeah um, um and 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 sometimes you know and it doesn't necessarily mean i'm going to reset myself right now <laughs> yeah. you, lost your, you lost your father i mean you you you're dealing you know with 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 powerful um complex feelings yeah. you're, you're, you're not telling yourself, I'm going to reset myself now, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You are, you are, you are, you're actually, you're, 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 you're staying with them. You're staying with, 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 with those painful feelings of loss um, and, and, and working with them. And it's, it's, and, 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 and then at, at some point um, having them propel you to, 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 to further areas of, of, of working through and, and resilience and whatever came for you. You know, it, it's, I'm so happy that you shared that. So. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, David. And, you know, it just made me think about, um, this helps me. And I, I, I hope that me sharing this can help others right now too. Um, when one of our fellow trainers and colleagues, Elizabeth Sylvester shared once upon a time, um, that it's, we want to be sure that we metabolize the energy, the, the emotions that come our way, um, and not allow them to metastasize like cancer, right? So you, 
you don't want to just breathe in the energy and then, or the emotion and just let it sit and just sit and fester. That's not the idea. That's not what we're talking about. That's not a self-reset. It's breathing in that energy and then transforming it, using it, finding a purpose, a better purpose that it can serve for you. Um, and that helped me to, to kind of shift from, well, I always breathe. I always breathe in, like, I've always been a mindful person. Um, and I've always been mindful of my intense emotions that come my way. Um, and, you know, try to just be peaceful and breathe them in and mindful of them. But this is a different, this adds a different layer because we are saying, okay, well, once you've breathed in those intense emotions, you're being very mindful. That's step one. Now, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to let them just sit there and be a part of you and fester? Are you going to just put them on this, on a shelf, like kind of to the side so that they're, they're still there, but they're not in the forefront, but they're still running kind of the underlying message running the show. Um, Or do you want to, do you want to process those emotions? Do you want to, as Elizabeth Sylvester said, metabolize them and and, and get what, what you can use out of them so that you can serve your greater purpose in that moment. Yes, yes, yes. That, that, that is, you know, I could think of that like as a, as a, a two-step process, right? Taking in the feelings, but, to, but not just, just sitting with them or, go, or, 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 or throwing them away afterwards, metabolizing them, using them, using them to propel you. Um, and I think that that's really what NH, that, that is what NHA um, adds to the field of, of, of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, mindfulness is wonderful stuff. I did my dissertation in mindfulness and it's, I mean, it's a prerequisite for NHA mindfulness. I mean, it, it's, it's not different. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. being aware um, of, of the truth of the moments, mm-hmm. you know, but what, but what NHA, um, one piece that NHA adds is, well, well, what do I do? Like you asked, what do I do with those feelings? Mm-hmm. What do I do? How can I, how can I help myself, um, get and feel into, um, and claim, you know, an, a, a quality of greatness with those feelings, with those powerful feelings? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, you know, I was thinking about stand three, you said a few minutes ago, <clears throat> you mentioned stand three, which is the absolute clear. So this is all about us having clear boundaries, clear, clear limits <clears throat> with our children, with ourself, um, with any relationships that we have. Um, and the, I think it would be valuable to dive a little bit further into stand three, because you totally touched on it with the uh, importance of resetting ourselves regarding those limits, that self-reset regarding the, the setting limits. Um, because what I'm thinking about right now, let me be, I don't know if I'm being clear. So I'm going to clear, I'm going to get absolutely clear here. <laughs> what I am thinking about is how we set a limit with people in life, whether no matter, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's your kids or a spouse, a friend, a family member, um, we set limits. And then we, then once we've set our limit, which is what we have control over, we have no control over whether the person will respect that limit that we've set. So I'm thinking about that self-reset in regard to that. Like, what do we do if and when 
we set a limit and it's not honored by whomever it might be. Do you have any thoughts you want to share about that? Yeah, I, I, I think in part you kind of answered the question when you were asking it. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a commonly asked question, you know, what, what happens when, what happens when the child doesn't reset? You know, what, 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 what do you do then? And when we're able to act from a place of the self-reset, so then we can always dip back into that. And you know, as you're saying it, Stephanie, I, I'm just getting it more and more clear that part of the self-reset is really the giving up of control over what anyone else may do mm. in this moment. You know, I have control over myself, right? I can come down and become and, 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 and come into a place. I can try my best to feel grounded in my own self-reset. And I can also set a limit and feel into that clarity, right? Whether it's no cursing or, um, you know, if you're, you know, I have, you know, adults that I work with that need to set um, certain boundaries with certain family members that they have a hard time with. Um, and coming into that confidence and feeling of empowerment, um, of setting that limit, you know, that limit, it starts you know, with, with us feeling into um, the feeling of empowered, right? Feeling empowered by I am, I am being very clear with this limit. And that feeling when we are communicating, when we are setting a limit in that way, so that comes through to the child, that's the energy you want to be giving to the child, that that sense of clarity, that sense of, of confidence that this is the boundary I'm setting, and then that's that's it. I mean, that's all we can do. What will they you know, decide? Will the child decide to stop cursing you out? Will the child decide you know decide to stop breaking the rule? I I, I can't say whether they will or they will not, right? Um, I got to maintain safety, right? That's of course important. Got to do what I got to do for for everyone to be safe. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but other than that, I'm I'm resetting myself. Um, and I am waiting for the next moments to be able to continue helping, you know, this child grow, grow mm -hmm. into their greatness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so you set your, your clear limit in stand three, and then you breathe into the re the self reset around that limit when it's being, when the boundaries might be being pushed. Right. And if right. the boundary has been crossed, then you're, then you're jumping into stand one and now you're continuing your self reset, whatever that looks like, whether you you take the tools up of breathing into uh, breathing in and transforming that energy like we've been sharing, or maybe it looks like you walk away from the situation. Um, you go into your bedroom, you close the door, you take a walk, whatever your reset needs to be, wherever you're at. Um, you breathe right. into that reset and give in stand one, you're given no energy to that negativity, no energy to that boundary being stepped on, um, the toe over the line, zero energy. What does that mean? Because <laughs> people don't always understand what it means when we say give no energy. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, basically uh, like what you're saying, you're, if you're really hold like what, like you're so beautifully illustrating, holding all those three stands together, um, you are in the moments of rule breaking behavior, like if they're, you know, if they're cursing or they're hitting, right? So you are not, you are 
um, not really giving of any of your emotional reactivity. Um, and that's, of course, I mean, you need the self-reset to be able to do that. Um, and if a child um, is expressing intense emotionality, I, I, I want to kind of just be clear in this forum that if they're just expressing or they're like, they're just expressing some of their intensity and some of their anger, it doesn't mean that we are unenergized in that moment. We, we value empathy and we want to be empathic to their feelings um and to their you know to, the, to their strong emotions and we want to show up for that very much so i mean we, we we really want them to be seen um for their powerful feelings um you know as long as there's no like no rule breaking behavior we, we we want in that moment to be empathic to be present with their feelings because we want them to feel hey i can feel really angry i can feel you know really really nervous um and frustrated and that doesn't make me a, a bad child right mm -hmm. and, and and my parent will show up and, and be attuned and validate my feelings for that mm -hmm. um you know but when they you know when when children will cross lines that you have set in the house clear limits so then you are you are really kind of unplugging unplugging yourself as that um greatest most awesome poster in the world right we talk about mm -hmm. we talk about um imagining ourselves to be the best um the best poster with all the unbelievable features um that uh, that you can have uh it makes coffee and 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 um it's it, it scrambles your eggs and it plays music and it bakes your bread and then you were just unplugging that you're you are unplugging now um, but in order to do that, you need, you, you need that self-reset. You have to be aware of your feelings, keep them in check um, until the next time you kind of catapult into um, recognizing them when things are going better. Right. Yeah, because when, when we unplug that, that greatest, the greatest toaster in the world, it still has all of those incredible features, but you can't access them. Right. So that's when I, the way I look at that, um, analogy is that when I'm unplugged at me as the toaster, I have, be, I have unplugged myself. That's my self resetting. I am resetting right now. I'm unplugging from you. I'm giving, I like what you said, David, about no, not that giving no energy is not giving emotion, not showing emotional reactivity for negative negative things, right? So when our kids' behaviors are crossing the line, we don't want to be showing up in an emotionally reactive way. That is making us our, our child's greatest toy, which re we're referring to the Toys R Us theory um, that Nurtured Heart has, which is, you know, basically saying that we have all the, all the levels of, of buttons and um, set, uh, bells and whistles and to be pushed and our, we're a lot of fun. <laughs> fun in quotation marks. Um, you know, uh, our, our kids know how to, how to, how to get us to react. They know how to engage us via negativity. So, um, we have to unplug that toaster of ourselves so that we don't give that emotional reactivity when we are feeling incredibly frustrated with our kids, which like you said, David, even in the best, in the most like long-term nurtured heart household. We are human beings and yeah. kid, our kids are human beings. And we, 
we are not just these robots that have no emotions and don't ever react. I mean, there are, it's real life, you know, and the beauty of the three stands is that while we're in the real life moments, we get to do what we're talking about. Unplug the toaster, breathe into your reset, reset yourself before you respond so that you don't react in, with your emotionality. You want to just respond from a loving place, a grounded place in your heart. But you can't do that if you don't reset yourself first. Right, right, yeah. You can't, you can't do it unless, uh, unless you reset yourself first. And, I, and I, I really like the way that you kind of describe your process, part of the process the, of the way the, of, of your self-reset, Stephanie, of mm -hmm. the actual unplugging, right? The actual embodiments of stand one for you gets you there or is the starting point for your self-reset um mm -hmm. and that's you know i, I think that that kind of just talks to the varied ways that people reset themselves some people will do certain things like like deep breathing to get them back into a walk out of a room um and then that will kind of get them into a, a, a greater um capacity of unplugging mm -hmm. or it's about kind of just unplugging and then doing what you what you need to do to kind of stay unenergized in the self-reset. Um, mm -hmm. So it's it's so it's so nuanced um, and it's so varied and it, it really looks different. Um, Which is what turns this very simple approach into a complex approach. <laughs> yes. It's simple yet complex, which is what I love about it. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and I, I find that, you know, as you were kind of talking about, you know, the, the shift the child sees, you know, between what happens when I'm, I'm being successful, even in the baby steps versus when I'm breaking rules? I, I, I'm kind of just, again, seeing, you know, the, the, how NHA is so multidimensional, that there are so many things going on at the same time within this journey. There's your own personal growth, right? Everyone's personal growth, parents' personal growth, teachers' personal growth, helping a child recognize their greatness. There's also this learning process that's occurring within the child over time. It takes time, but the more the child, you know, sees that, hey, I'm getting this, this um, rich, authentic connection, you know, when I am, when I am moving into my greatness. And I don't get that, you know, when I, I break these rules, mm -hmm. right? So, so is that about us controlling our children or manipulating them? No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's giving them it's giving them the opportunity to go through this kind of learning process over time for them to now have that opportunity to generate intrinsic motivation to grow their greatness. Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and that's you know that that is again another layer you know to NHA. It is, um, and I just I love the way you said that that it's the intrinsic their intrinsic motivation their intrinsic motivation. This is not anything about external motivation at all. That's another thing, another layer, like you said, of nurtured heart that just makes my heart so excited about it is that this is about it being from the inside out, right? It's not about like, oh, here's this bell, these bells and whistles on the outside that look really exciting and really cool, but they're not very, you know, nutritional. Um, it's, it's the opposite of that. It's let me look inward. Let me grow from the inside out. And then I can like I, I blossom and I can share that with 
every person I come into contact with. And what I love about that is that I think about that thousands of people in the world or more, I have no idea how many people are practicing Richard Hart approach in their homes, but a lot. And I think about all of the people that have all these beautiful children that they're raising or the teachers that are using Nurtured Heart in their classroom. And we're talking, you know, 30 kids in, per classroom. That's a lot of children in the world who are getting this foundational, um, this foundation of life uh, that, uh, that, that, that is bringing them up with the intrinsic motivation. There is, they're being raised with the, um, the value of believing in yourself so that you can give out, give back to the world. Yeah. I just love that. I love Nurtured <laughs> Heart and I love sitting here chatting with you about it. And I love um, discussing weaving the self reset throughout the three stands. I love it. I love it all. Um, you know, it's just, it's so important to have these discussions and to share them with as many people as we can. Um, and I just, you know, for the people who are listen, listener, listening, listening out there, I really hope that um, this guy, this conversation plants a seed for you and makes you think about next steps in your nurtured heart journey, um, whether it's just picking up a book and reading it or listening to more podcasts, you know, all the easy free resources that we have. I mean, there's a lot out there where you could take your next steps with a class, um, and get trained and come to the certification training intensive. Um, I don't know. I just, I get so excited about all of that. And I, I love sharing Nurtured Heart with the world. And Devin, I'm so glad that you were here with me today. It was such a good conversation. I, I, I felt like I, I just got NHA on deeper and deeper levels just talking to you today, Stephanie. Thank you. Well, so yes. And that's the beauty of, well, that's another layer uh, that I love about the podcast because I, I too have that experience. I feel like I dive in and notch up my own understanding and get deeper into, into my nurtured heart practice. As you, as you said, the inner NHA uh, with each podcast that I, I do, because I get to dive in with different trainers and hear the different perspectives. And it's just, it's beautiful. So it was a gift today. So thank you so much. Uh, before, we, before we leave, do you have any last words of wisdom you wanna share? Um, it's all about the maintenance. <laughs> it mm. is all about. Um, that sounds like a song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it, this is tough stuff. NHA is it it is it's real personal growth, you know. Um, and it's tough. It's 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 hard. Um, and yeah. it's all about you know finding ways to maintain this growth. Even if you go to a CTI, you go to. Um, a six hour or six week program. And, and, and it's great. You have all of this, you have this wonderful model that you just, you want to just bring to the world and bring to your home. It's great. And we got to maintain that. Um, and finding ways to maintain the NHA practice, the inner NHA practice, um, and different ways of cultivating the, the outer NHA practice um, is so, so important. I could not agree more. Um, it really, it really is about the maintenance because we can go and attend a training, um, and two weeks later, very easily slip back into, you know, our default, uh, ways. And the only way to keep up with your nurtured heart 
practice is to continue building your practice via, you know, you can, you can use books, you can take classes, you can listen to podcasts, you can, um, you can get on the Facebook page. That's a great resource. The Nurtured Heart Approach Facebook page that has over 8,000 members on it. And so many trainers jump on there and share their wisdom and their experience in learning Nurtured Heart and their journey with it. And it's just, those are all little ways to keep up, main, to maintain practicing Nurtured Heart in your home. So that was, that was a great way to, to wrap up the show. Um, David, thank you so much for being here. I, I just want to say a reminder for our listeners, you can go to our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com for more information on trainings in your area and free resources. And a special, special thank you to my guest, David Levy, and to everybody listening. Don't forget to see what's going right in your daily journey. With all the worries and doubts I used to grow Bad finances or flagging relations Don't go in that direction I'm now a proponent of taking time to feel all the moments Knowing what you want to do with these moments the greatness in your moments Breathe into greatness Radiate your heart with greatness Breathe it into every cell Then breathe it out to the world as well Reset to your heart's intention Rededicate to this connection